definitely everybody can get themselves out of their limiting beliefs. It's actually about spending the time to invest in yourself to find out what they are. You know, they're all patterns of behavior that if we, we don't do, we say we're going to do something and then we don't. So, well, why didn't we? And then why didn't, you know, if you ask yourself why at least three or four times in a row, you'll usually get to the source of a limiting belief, right? And so it will be, you know, well, I, I wanted to, but I didn't because, and then I'll go and ask my clients, well, why? And they'll go, well, because... I don't think I have the confidence or I don't think I have enough money or I don't think I'd be very good at it or I think people would laugh at me. Hello and welcome to the Mind to Lead podcast. I'm Georgie Hubbard and I am on a mission to help you live a level 10 life. If you want to live an extraordinary life, a life full of passion and energy, of joy and abundance, then this is the podcast that teaches you how to do just that. Through my conversations with some extraordinary leaders and my own life experiences, I come to you weekly with all of the teachings and steps you need to take your life to the next level. So if you are ready to develop the mindset it takes to lead, then this is the podcast for you. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Mind to Lead podcast and today I'm extremely honoured as I'm sat down with a beautiful woman, Annie Gibbons. Annie is passionate about helping women achieve success, balance and clarity in their lives. She's all about helping them thrive in life and business. She is a speaker, coach and an author of her new book, Becoming Annie. Annie, amazing to have you here today. Thanks so much. I'm delighted to be joining you. Looking forward to our conversation. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I can feel, I can feel the energy. So Annie, let's kick off of just, you know, for people that don't know who you are, uh, I certainly follow Mm. you on LinkedIn and I'm a big fan. So tell us a little about who is Annie and yeah, maybe you can just almost give us the whole book because what's it taken to become (laughs) Annie? (laughs) <laughs> that's right. I know the other day I got called the Annie. I went, oh, that's so so weird. So exactly. So I do have a new book called Becoming Annie, the biography of a curious woman. So I suppose that came about by unpacking, yeah, 50 years of my life of the opportunities that I have chosen to be curious rather than sort of have more sort of adversity or or seeing things as obstacles. And so I suppose my curious nature has helped me to get to where I am today. So I suppose where I am at the moment before we unpack all of that is that I sort of have two hats or multiple hats as many women do have. Uh, so I'm the CEO of an eye health charity called Glaucoma Australia. And then I also am CEO and founder of um, AnnieGibbons.com. So I'm CEO of Lipstick Consulting is my business. And I have the great joy of mentoring and coaching women from around the globe through my Magic Transformation course. And so that one, that has just been my joy over the last six years. Obviously, my day job is as well. But I get to meet so many women at different stages of their lives, different challenges, and pretty much I help them make their next step. What's their next step? for success, balance and happiness in business and life. So magic transformation has a personal side and it also has a professional side. Most people do both. And we spend a year together really just encouraging each other. We've got a tribe. We we really sort of don't accept anything as an obstacle. It's pretty much put yourself out there, put it out to the universe, definitely to the tribe 
and then find ways of making things happen. So my magic ethos is make the impossible possible. And a lot of that comes down to, yeah, just having healthy, intentional actions that you do every single day. And that classic view of, you know, your daily habits do dictate your future. They so do. And so it's an accountability and cheerleader mix <laughs> that I have with my clients. And uh, and I just get to see them grow in leaps and bounds. And I, I pretty much just get to see people smile and, and do high fives and woohoo. And that's, that's wonderful. You know, that's mm. what I love doing. I love empowering and encouraging women uh, globally for their next step. And it doesn't matter what that is. Yeah, that's absolutely beautiful. And I'm, I'm curious as well, because I mean, the magic transformation sounds absolutely fantastic. And I think it's so necessary because where I think a lot of people, and I'll put my hand up and say that I was here as well, is that I knew I wanted to go to the next level. I knew I wanted to take a next step. I knew I wanted to start something, but I had no idea where to start. So if you, um, let's just say, you know, there's a woman listening to this right now and she's she wants to start something new, but where do you begin? Where does that whole transformation start? What's the process? Okay, so if pretty much it's it's trying to work out what is what is your vision what is your dream what do you actually want a lot of and then we unpack it from there a lot of people hope that they will then find things you do something and then you hope it leads to something else and lead to something else and you're pretty much just swaying in the wind you know you're letting opportunity dictate what your outcome is you know if i joined the gym now and committed to you know daily exercise or weekly exercise or whatever that would maybe work initially and then it will wean off because you don't know what you're going to do. But if I said, I've got a party at the end of the year and I want to wear this certain dress and I want to have this certain look and feel and confidence and everything that comes with it, I'll more likely achieve it. So for what I do is I unpack with uh, the women in my world, what do they actually want? You know, we, we need to be bold enough to step out and ask for what you want rather than hope what asking for what you think you'll receive. Mm-hmm. It's actually allowing yourself or giving permission to have a bigger mindset, to actually try and work out what you want. If you don't know what you want, then of course in my program and um, we will unpack, well, what are your gifts, your talents, your natural attributes? What makes you smile? what makes you get excited um, and and breathe calmly and and be energized usually those things are in your natural default sort of personality or nature and sometimes they are your strength but you've been told to tone them down because sometimes they can be overwhelming right I got told my entire childhood to stop talking Uh, and then now I'm quite comfortable talking in front of thousands of people you know so sometimes it's the way you do it or why did people tell you not to act on your natural gifts and talents and then I'm a big believer of well let's work out what your strengths are and 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 push those strengths and elevate them to the next level we can work out the weaknesses later or we can outsource them but how do you um, work out have confidence there's 100% confidence and clarity on what your strengths are so that they can go towards your future mm. um, vision, which you have to have. It has to be intentional. Every mm. day has to be intentional um, with what you want to achieve, you know, and they're mm. stepping stones. And by when you do it this sort of way, you're not looking for a lot. I think a lot of people think they've got to do something amazing. They've got to do this big leap. And then that's right. Like you were saying, Georgie, you don't know all the steps. You know, I mean, I've had a lady reach out to me late, lately who said I want to start a charity 
charity, you know, and where she can join a program like mine and I'll have the kit A to B, A to Z of how to do a charity. But it's not, so it's one, knowing the requirements and then two, it's being supported and, and encouraged on how to actually do that. In what order? What are the learning experiences? How does that happen? Or if you're going for a job, you know, or a, um, a career advancement, being in an environment that you can do a pitch to people who practice that pitch to people who would actually give you honest feedback. Mm -hmm. So there's so many ways that women can can learn to know what do they want. And then when they know what they want, it's then getting in the right tribe to actually find a, a, a they can get the resources, they can get the skills, they can get the support uh, and and accountability mm -hmm. uh, within that tribe to succeed. You know, I think a lot of people avoid being accountable. You know, there's a lot of fear. There's a lot of fear of failure, embarrassment. What if I was could be humiliated, this or that? Whereas you look at any successful person and, and their breakthrough moments have been those opportunities that they didn't know but they gave it a go anyway. And so I, I suppose I do a lot of work in that space of, okay, well, what if? What if it didn't work? What would you learn from it? Let's do some scenarios uh, and we move from there. And by the end of, you know, within a few months, people are like, give me feedback, give me feedback. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's just this, it's a really wonderful thing when you can accept other people's critique and it's maybe good and maybe not you know but it's all in the pot and uh, and I think people have real breakthroughs there when they stop self-protecting uh, which then often leads to self-sabotaging as well to um, embracing opportunity and then just going with it and learning to laugh you know yeah. we need to laugh at ourselves a bit more <laughs> you know which I do very easily going oh that was a doozy you know but it's it's funny right um, yeah. what's the pressure I think we, we are our worst enemies for sure 100 percent. Yeah. you you said so much important things and so many important things in there and i think that that's the key part right it's seeking clarity what do i want what why do i want it what's my goal what's my vision so and i'm speaking i guess a little bit about my own journey here is that i got really clear a while ago what i wanted so i knew where i was going mm -hmm. i knew the goal so that's like the first step right but then what came up was all of the limiting beliefs all of the things you spoke there about our childhood you know be quiet annie stop talking annie you know all of these things that we're sort of told and you know i wasn't a particularly confident girl in school so all of these sort of i guess childhood traumas of being a bit bullied and stuff it started to come up and why don't anyone listen to me what have I got to say I'm not I'm not good at this and yeah. that and that so how what advice so let's just say step one done we know what we want we know where we're going tick the next thing is then breaking through those limiting beliefs how, how is, is there like in your experience and in your own life have you how have you gone about doing that do you think that we ever overcome our limiting beliefs or is it just a case of just constantly putting ourselves out of our comfort zone and just going for it yeah, I think there's a few factors there. Definitely everybody can get themselves out of their limiting beliefs. It's actually mm -hmm. about spending the time to invest in yourself to find out what they are. You know, they're all patterns of behavior that if we, we don't do, we say we're going to do something and then we don't. So, well, why didn't we? And then why didn't, you know, if you ask yourself why at least three or four times in a row, you'll usually get mm -hmm. to the source of a limiting belief, right? And so it will be, you know, well, I, I wanted to, but I didn't because, and then I'll go and ask my clients, well, why? And they'll go, well, because 
I don't think I have the confidence or I don't think I have enough money or I don't think I'd be very good at it or I think people would laugh at me or whatever it is, you know, and that anchored belief is really strong. That's your default in your subconscious mind is like yeah, 90% of the autopilot, right? And so that is really hard um, because when you don't have an awareness of it because it will default and all of a sudden you'll say one thing and never get around to it. You know, our patterns of behavior have formed extremely strongly from our childhood and and so as opposed to start unpacking that and that's where um, it's great being on a program because we start calling that and finding out, okay, well, there's patterns of of behavior, you know, and I was away this weekend with a lady who just went, oh, my gosh, someone once told me I was a perfectionist and I said, of course I'm not. And then there were about 10 examples over the weekend of when she was saying things that demonstrated mm-hmm. that she is still a perfectionist in her tendencies, which was really interesting. So it's actually getting called out and finding an awareness of that and nothing in itself is bad right most Mm. of them are just because you formed a belief at a critical time in your life which is usually childhood and then it probably got reinforced two or three times and you you consolidated that right and so because of that you just go that's how I am and your your mind thinks that but the more you then challenge the evidence of that uh, and the evidence proves that that's actually not a truth uh, you'll then start picking yourself up out of that habit and retraining the narrative of your mind and so without getting too deep you know that's where it's it's a lot about awareness it's trying new things I don't encourage people to leap out of their comfort zone I think that's a bit like you know going to a fun park and then flying off something it actually terrifies people and they spend a lot of time in the panic and so what I do is I I encourage people just to extend that comfort zone let's just keep pushing it and pushing it and pushing it so we're a bit more of a stretch model because you then get that oh, okay, this feels big, but I, I'm, you know, it's just a bit more than I would have done myself, but I'll do it because you've got confidence in me or the tribe are cheering me on or whatever it is. And that's a wonderful model. I've found people just go in leaps and bounds more than those people who go, oh, yeah, just, you know, you've got to jump out of your comfort zone. And all I see, you know, I do, that's my personal perspective, it's, it's too much. That's why they didn't jump out of their comfort zone because it's terrifying. And terror and fear are the worst sabotages of your true potential. It's about building confidence and it's about self-belief. And so, yeah, for me it's about getting clarity, simplicity and focus on what you want to do and then go, okay, if that's what I want to do, what are all my stepping stones? And I'll just do a percentage every day and I'll have consistency consistency in successful habits consistency in successful relationships Mm. uh, consistency in my stepping stones to my to my goals that they do make sense Um, consistency on evaluating and modifying to make sure that I'm staying on track you know all of these sort of patterns Mm. uh, help you achieve your goals much quicker than sort of doing nothing and then suddenly leaping out and then um, coming back a bit wounded and and generally a bit more a bit more fearful than than they started off so yeah I completely yeah. agree and you said such an important word right there which which is consistency you know it's, it's it's almost like a compound effect right you know you start doing the smallest thing and it builds up over time and you know it's just it's such powerful advice I mean I I, I decided to th- I was really scared of public speaking and I kind of threw myself into just um doing a uh, doing a, a speech and I, I remember like the, the week building up I was so like I was losing sleep and I just thought why am I doing this to myself you know and I did the speech and look it was okay 
okay. I, I could have definitely done better. But after that, I decided to go and do Toastmasters. And that was a yeah. much better way of just, you know, every week putting, putting myself out of my comfort zone, speaking in front of, you know, yes. 10, 20, 30 people and, and just talking for like four minutes in a safe environment. But the more I did it, mm-hmm. the more confident I became. And then when I went to do another um, talk, I felt more confident on stage. So I would agree with you completely. I've tried both models and definitely just sort of like um, building up gradually, I think is really, really powerful advice. So look, I'd love to know like where this passion for helping women comes from, you know, like where, when did you just sort of decide that that's what you want to do? And when did you decide that that was your vision and your goal? I think when um, it comes from my childhood, like most mm. most people's superpowers do come from wounds that they've had, I'd say. And so for me, I had two amazingly impressive grandmothers who were wonderful role models for me. Um, however, in my childhood, they were big supporters, but my family model was very much, you know, you'll be a nurse or a secretary and you'll stay home and have babies and um, and a lot of a lot of negatives about my natural sort of tendencies, you know, to talk and to make things and be creative and and so forth. So I had these blanket beliefs that, well, you won't do that. And I also um, had uh, found that when, well, I did have lots of babies, but I juggled that with career. I had two sets of twins in two years. Oh, wow. uh, And then I had (laughs) And then I had another bubby um, six years later. So I did have five children, but I did that around, yeah, three degrees. And and I, I, as I navigated, you know, I'm older, obviously, uh, as I navigated that time, I found that the women in that era were actually quite hard on other women coming through. They were so big on, you know, and that was necessary. It was a necessary time to be powerful trailblazers. But it was a little bit like, you know, well, I'll seniority rules, I'll kick you out, you know, don't be my competitor and I found that a really sad you know because I've, I've got a very compassionate heart and I and I and I'm all into well women should be able to have opportunities and to really shine in their circumstance and there's actually enough business for all and we need to realize I realized at an early age that you know well early 20s that you know these things that I'd got told that I wasn't creative I actually am very creative you know that I got told that talking too much was not a good thing and not ladylike whereas if you you know it well you know being a CEO of a business and running things it's how you communicate right it's it's the way that you do it and the words that you use and so I found uh, yeah I found quite a number of my earlier roles where where I was a bit I was disappointed in women and rather than go oh that's not good I actually went you know this is an opportunity when I have the right time in life I actually want to empower women wouldn't it be great if they had women ahead of them so it's probably what I missed I wanted now I go I can be that to other women you know and there's so much that you learn through your 50 years of business and life and juggling five children including four in two years and and doing degrees and running families and sport and businesses and bits and pieces that there's so much that I've learned and I'm really happy to share that I don't see myself as a competitor for someone even if they're in that same space I go okay well let's learn of each other because you actually want to be so unique or into your space that you it's good enough on its own you don't have to see someone else as your competitor constantly and that's why I love the tribe that's why I've created the tribe that I go it's not just me it's all these other women and they're all really different and difference is wonderful you know I sit on boards and when you're on a board what do you want you want diversity you know from from gender from ethnicity different mindsets and that's a wonderful thing the more uh, that we actually get appreciation of 
different ways people think about things, feel, respond, whether it's leadership, business management, personally. There's so many opportunities uh, and particularly because my passion is women to actually go, yeah, you go, girl. You know, if yeah. you've got that on your heart, oh, my gosh, anything mm. is possible. And I, and I, you know, I showed that. You know, I don't think I'm at all a superwoman, but I definitely went from, you know, um, starting as a nurse because that's what my family sort of um, made me do. And then, um, yeah, I went from nursing head teacher to then doing um, masters of education. I became a national education manager with the orthopedic surgeons for a few years. And then I did business and, and then made my way to a CEO. And so I look at my journey. A lot of people go, how did you do that? You know, and that's where it is. It's actually saying vision. I had this little voice in my head when I was like 16, 17 going, I'm sure I'd be a really good businesswoman, right? You know, I think I'd be great at organizing things. I'd love to boss people around. <laughs> but, in a, you know, in that funny way of going, I feel like I have these skills even though I'm told I don't have them, you know, and we get harsh words said to us. You know, my dad, who was my total rock, he went and said to me, you don't, you won't, you don't have the capacity to be a businesswoman because you don't have a finance head. You know, I love those blanket statements. Mm. And I went, oh, and my view at that time was, isn't that a shame that I don't have the capacity? Because I believed it as a truth. And then it took me years and years as I did these stepping stones. And then when I said, well, I think I do have the capacity. What if they were wrong? You know, so that what if, what if curious nature allowed me, thankfully, to actually go, well, I'll give it a go, you know, and serious imposter syndrome kicking in there. Uh, and then suddenly you go, well, I can do it, you know, and if I need to learn it, I will learn it. And and that's been my journey, you know, too. then, yeah, becoming CEO, starting my own business, helping other businesses set up uh, because of the curious nature and having um, belief that you can, if you really want something, We'll make it happen even if it's in the most unusual of ways, you know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's worked for me. Yeah, I think, well, it's so, it's so inspiring. And I, I'm with you 100%. I really do think that there is abundance for all. You know, I, I just think if we come from this abundant mindset, like we'll attract more of it. Whereas we come from this fear mindset of there's not enough and see everybody as competition. Yeah. Like, I just think we're just, we're, we're attracting that. I think we're just sort of, we've got to constantly give off this good energy. And, you know, I, I honestly believe in collaboration over competition. I think if you can collaborate and if you can bring other people up with you, why would you not do that and I guess it's part of the reason why I love this podcast mm. so much because I get to speak to so many incredible minds and learn from incredible women men business owners just all sorts of leaders it's incredible um but you you really are superwoman like you know I completely take my hat <laughs> off to you so uh I want to talk to you now because you you know you've you've had children you've you've grown businesses and uh you know I'm sort of sitting here going wow how have you done it? And <laughs> and the reason I ask that is because I still think there is this little bit of um I don't want to use the word stigma, but this 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 feeling I get sometimes when some people go, Oh, you've got to choose. You can't be both. You can't be a, a fantastic yeah. parent and a fantastic business owner. And I do feel that sometimes as a woman. You know, I get asked, Oh, are you having children? Or probably not, because you're quite ambitious and you want to grow a business. I'm like, well, hold on a second. So I'd love to yeah, hear your thoughts and, uh, and views on that. <laughs> I've, had, I've had all of that. I've been interviewed. I've gone into an interview where, like, you know, 
15, 20 men just sitting there around a table just and I'm looking I'm, and as I walked in the door I'm, I'm just seeing this this view of mm, you know who's looking after her children or whatever I even had when I was uh, nursing when I went for a nursing head teacher job I actually had a lady at the interview said if you were successful how are you going to manage with all of your children you know and this is only what 15 17 years ago and you kind of go wow I don't think you'd be asking my husband that, you know, I don't, you know, obviously if I'm putting myself out, so there is a lot of, you know, in the early years, a lot of mummy guilt for me mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, and a lot of, and other people's judgment, like, oh my gosh, mm -hmm. you know, you're such a career woman, you know, and then you, you, the next little bit is how are the kids coping? You know, they'll use it in a word that's a negative mm -hmm. word. And so, you know, my view is you can, you know, we all have choices how we use our 24 hours of time, right? And so it's up to us to therefore, you know, that collaborative model. Okay, okay, well, if I mind your kids at a certain time, can you look after mine while I go, mm -hmm. you know, somewhere else? Um, definitely, hubby and I, we've been very blessed over our 33 years of marriage to actually all always have seen ourselves as a team um, and being able to um, juggle our both, we, you know, our view is that we want to bring out the best in each other. And so how can we help each other do that? And so that's been juggling hours, juggling opportunities. You know, we don't, we've never had that view of, you know, um, that old fashioned view of, you know, every, you know, a win-win, you, know, you go for a win-win or otherwise you go for a compromise. Mm -hmm. We've actually never had that view. We actually go win-win's great, but it happens very occasionally. Um, we actually have had a model of win-lose and lose-win because we know each other so well. We we love each other. We want to support each other. And so when it's something of incredible value, you know, I'd go and say to James, this is so important for you in your career. You should go for that and I'll support you. You know, I don't need the win every time, you know, or he'd do the same for me. Annie, you're going for this role. We're going to have to really support you to make sure that that happens, which is really great because if we compromise, neither of us would be satisfied. And the win-win is actually very hard to sustain and virtually impossible, um, you know, occasionally happens. So it's been a really interesting model that worked for us early. And, um, and yeah, I've begged, borrowed, um, I haven't stolen, um, but I've, I've, I've tried to collaborate, that collaborative model, but I had to do that because I had twins at 23 and twins at 25. And then, you know, I'd already become a nurse, but then I'm like going, oh my gosh, you know, it might've been my baby brain was just exploding, but I got this crazy idea. I'm going to go off and do a master's degree in education. And for me, actually, it was a break. I got to go to uni two nights a week. <laughs> it was the best time ever. I'm like, oh, wow. You know, when you're a young mum, you can hardly go to the bathroom by yourself and so that was really fantastic but to actually be um make things happen this is where I, when when we were talking at the beginning ask for what you really want rather than what you think you'll get so mm -hmm. in that situation I could have easily gone and said oh, okay well you know that's right I've, I've got to be at home I've got to be doing this but you know I showed that you can make it happen you know I went and said okay well who could be there at a certain time till James got home so I could get to uni so I could do these things because I think if I did this qualification I could get to this next level because I always had my vision board of if my dream was that I could be a businesswoman, I don't know how that can work. I remember sitting there at like 25 and I had four babies everywhere and, you know, and I'm like going, okay, well, that's definitely not likely to happen, my dream of being a businesswoman, but stepping stones. So I went, okay, well, if, I if I'm a nurse and then I do a, a master's degree, then I could be a nursing, a manager. I could start getting management um, qualifications and then after a manager I could then get business qualifications so I had this 
Can I do it really quickly? No. It took me, you know, 15 years, but it was always a stepping stone. And then by actually going, yeah, I'm going to enroll in the course. And it was a bit of a Richard Branson sort of moment of do it and find out the details later. I've been pretty good at that. So uh, just do it and go, right, okay, mum's enrolled in uni again. Who's going to help? And, you know, and, and people do, you know. So I suppose my biggest learning is to be bold, back yourself and uh, and to make it happen. Saying that, it's also really hard. You know, if you want the overnight success, it's it's not going to happen, you know. And even people who do my program, I go, I'm not, I'm not a quick fix. You know, it's going to take, you know, come commit for six to 12 months in the program. Be really prepared to do some hard work, you know. Those people who say people are lucky, they're incredibly lucky because they work their asses off, right? Yeah. <laughs> and they, they're prepared to fail and they'll try mm. new things and they'll just like, wow, where there's a way, they'll bend, they'll shift, mm. they'll pivot, they'll navigate, they'll never say die because they're focused on the dream, you know. And so it's a lot of hard work. Yeah, but it is possible. Yeah, and, and and I think that's very very refreshing and very important to hear because we do live in a society in a world where it is very instant gratification, and I do think that's probably brought on by a lot of um, social media, you know, and keeping up with the Joneses, and you know, oh, it's all right for them. Look at them; they're so lucky. But actually, you know, it, it is. It's the the ten years overnight success, right? And you said you took fifteen years, you know, but you had yeah. your vision, you knew where you wanted to go, and you just kept on moving forward. And I think. That that's key right is that it doesn't matter how small the steps are as long as you feel like you're growing and you're progressing and you're learning that's all that matters right like you just got to trust the yeah. process and I think I guess one of my biggest lessons as well is every time I've tried to force something and I've wanted to be somewhere quicker or you know I've got, oh, I should be here but I'm here the, the just the the pain and the suffering that I put on myself, oh. you know, was, was unbearable almost some days. And I just like, beat myself up. And, you know, it was, wasn't until I actually took a breath and got went, okay, I'm now just trusting the process. I'm in flow that life just started to move. Do you find that? Do you find like sometimes we can be, we can be so almost forceful and like we're, we're like we're, we're, we're being exactly. busy for being busy sake. And then it's not until we take a breath and go, what is actually what do I need? What's the one thing I can do today that's going to make the biggest difference rather than try and do yeah. everything? I'd love, yeah, I'd love yeah. to hear your thoughts on that. Oh, I think you've now that I've had that moment so many times back in the early, earlier days. I remember just sobbing my little eyes out, you know, in the lounge room going, I just thought I had more potential and I wish I could do this. And I met this other person and she was just like so yeah. amazing. And you know, yeah. all this rubbish, right? Yeah. And you kind of go, now I look back going, oh my gosh, Annie, you had like four kids under this age. And like, it was totally ridiculous, right? What the shift happened um, and getting in the flow was when I actually realized, okay, well, if I dare to dream that my goal of being a businesswoman and empowering women is possible. Now, one thing I need, do need to share with you is that I, I didn't know what that job was. I didn't know I was going to be the CEO of charities and running this magic transformation program and having my own consultancy business. Not everyone, everyone, people, many people think that they have to have the end result. You don't have to have it detailed. What is most important is that you have the reason of why you want it and what it, what it would give you, what it would feel like, right? I'm more into the feeling of success rather than the actual 
position, you know. Mm. Um, you know, my dream goal would actually be like CEO of World Expedition so I could just travel the world or something, you know, like we've always got a little something or other. Yeah. But, you know, um, it doesn't have to be that. But the 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 result is you're in a position that can use all of those skills and attributes and allow you to do what you want to do. So I think my shift happened when I actually realised I I was going to believe in that and then having those small steps and then that allowed me to realize time was going to be involved be kind to yourself and realize how much time everybody it's not a competition you know my situation is different to someone with two kids or no kids um, or even the person with no kids might actually be um, you know um, having other challenges that people have got no idea about you know we've all got significant things happening under the surface and so there's no judgment with that it's not a competition but things do take time so I think it's getting a reality check on what do we want to achieve and how long will that take once you've got that it's actually like okay I'm on a program right the program of life (laughs) and then that allows you to enjoy the moments you know and that allowed me to suddenly go okay I'm in this season I do want to enjoy my kids at this season I do want to enjoy the stepping stones of getting this job I can't be the boss straight away I'm not going to be angry about that I'm not going to be resentful that this person above me is hopeless how did they get the job I'm actually going to say no I'm skill building I'm networking I'm I'm making so my mindset shifted mm-hmm. I also concentrated on what we we talked about those daily success measures the more you practice successful techniques is the more efficient you get at them so it's easier it's like mm-hmm. riding a bike right or like my kids learning to drive a car <laughs> it's exhausting <laughs> with them learning and then suddenly you drive you don't even think about it well a lot mm-hmm. of therefore business and life when they look at you know you were very kind to me and so but those women who make it look really easy yeah because they've got to a stage that they've practiced those habits day in day out they know they you know I approach the day and I go right what's the thing I know that I'll procrastinate on at five o'clock this afternoon I'm going to do it straight away Mm -hmm. what can I bow a bird into what little tips and tricks have I got we've all got them Mm -hmm. um, because of our experience because we know what works we know ourselves we know the the time frame the priorities there's so much that we've actually adjusted uh, because of our experience and it takes years to acquire that and and also just because I do it one way doesn't mean someone else will you know it's what I I coach one lady who was just terror she said I can't get anything done before 10 o'clock and then she was saying and then by the end of the day I can't take my dog for a walk and she's got a home business I go start work at 10 you know like you're the boss you know use your time so I see time time Mm. the way I juggle 24 hours you know I actually you know I'll I will make it flexible for what I want to achieve and sometimes it doesn't look rational for someone else like last night I had a podcast from 11 till 12 30 because the lady's um in Argentina but I loved it right mm. I love you know that I'm doing things that I love so I'll have a little nap and I'll do mm. things and other people go oh my gosh you never sleep you never do this but I'm actually that's part of my my dream that's my yeah. future things that I'm trying to still create of you know becoming a global speaker on leadership mm. and women's affairs and um, you know and at the moment I've got quite into um, the position on domestic violence because part of becoming Annie has come from um, ch- childhood assault that I suffered and so a whole new piece that I'm growing in and I'm getting into new spheres and so that requires even you know putting yourself out you know like I'm saying people work hard 
even at my stage, I go, okay, well, if I'm wanting to get into a new area, I now have to work hard getting into new networks and growing Mm -hmm. that because I want to add that to my portfolio of things Mm -hmm. that I'm passionate about. So you don't have to do all things at the same time. Just do it and then grow it and grow it and grow it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's just such powerful advice. And I also just think as well, like, you know, this is the thing I guess what people do because it all goes back to that comparison piece it's like you know they think that they've got to grow this big seven-figure business right but but you could just but work out what number it is for you right if you just want to have a little bit of a business that earns you a bit of money on the side you don't need to yeah. work these long hours you know like you can start work at 10 you finish at three go to the beach you know like I think it's also really getting clear of like designing the life that you want you know and they're not oh. being a they're not being yeah. a prisoner to your business because you know like you've you just said it beautifully there you want to be a global speaker right so yeah there's things that you're going to have to do in order to get to that point and you're going to have to put in the couple of later nights but somebody like myself who doesn't necessarily want to be a global speaker no I don't need to record at 11 30 and that's the thing it's not comparing yourself it's not going Annie's doing a podcast at 11 30 I need to do a podcast 11 30 to be successful it's like no work out what success means to you work out what Mm. you want what kind of lifestyle you want and then design your life accordingly design your business and your life to suit you you know I think that 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 was probably the biggest realization a wake-up call I had was I thought oh I, you know I want to build this big business and seven big figures and I'm like but but do I what's more important yeah, to me is exactly. it is it is it lifestyle is it is it being to go to the beach in the morning and, and starting work when I want to start work and finishing work when I want to start work and I think that's the biggest piece that where I see people go wrong as they you know they, they become almost prisoners to these big goals and they like you said beautifully earlier they forget the journey they don't they're not present they're not enjoying it because they're working towards these big goals and they're not enjoying and the then here you're and always now. striving Correct. You're always going, I'll be I'll be happy when. when I'll be correct. happy when. I'll be happy yeah. when. And the kids have been been born and raised yeah. and gone and they're all like and it's kinda of like, when do you stop to celebrate, right? Correct. Like I just went away with my magic tribe on yeah. the weekend. It's like I'll celebrate everything. I'm like yeah. the biggest like man, yes. you can pop up a champagne bottle for any achievement because they're all significant moments that are on the stepping stones to their future success. And it's mm. really good to actually know what those steps will be mm. and when they happen to mm. celebrate them. You know, and also if you got to them and you weren't that excited, well, that's the time to reassess. Am I mm-hmm. am I on the right path? You know, so there's always that opportunity. Whereas that's right, there's plenty of people I've worked with, and they're on this journey and have been for like I'm talking decade, two decades, and they go, I'd never even liked it when I started. And you go, <laughs> What are you killing yourself, yeah. right? Like, don't be a chartered accountant if you don't want to work in a room and yeah. fiddle with numbers all day. You know, yeah. like it's like. Fine. So that's that's one of the reasons when I designed magic transformation of the personal and the professional. You know, I norm I automatically then attracted the professional. Go, I'll just do the professional. Well, man, the the personal ends up being such a strong influence on the professional because once you unpack, yeah, what salary am I expecting? What lifestyle requirements? What's my, you know, if my life will, well, how much do I love the flexibility? Do I want to travel? Do I do I want to, you know, what are my hobbies? What are my friends? What are my, 
you know, family life? Am I, you know, at a, at a different season, you know? Mm. I mean, I've just become a nana two years ago. Oh, I've got a granddaughter. So absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> Loving her. Uh, but then that then suddenly goes, oh, okay, well, this is beautiful for our family. Mm. And I actually love that. I want to spend that time. But mm. when you have time one space, you have to then take time away from something else. So you've mm. got to know, therefore, well, what would it be? Mm. What's on the, what's the weakest link? Mm. And how can you outsource? Because we're all juggling time, mm. right, at the end of the day. And so, yeah, it's really important to celebrate all of those wins. And that stops being frustrated and always, you know, envying. I think envy, looking at someone else's yeah. situation is is a really hard habit. You know, it's a bad habit to get into. It's understandable. But the more you have clarity around what you're wanting to achieve, even if you realise, gee, this is going to be a big journey, you know, um, then you'll you'll get there in the end. I remember we had when we had the fourth four the two sets of twins, um, and then I had so many people go, "Oh my gosh, your life's going to be hell when they're teenagers," things like that. And I'm like, going, oh, it's already pretty full on with babies everywhere." <laughs> anyway, and so I had this once again another Annie dream of going, "Okay, James, we're going to do this crazy dream. We're going to take four teenagers to Europe. We're going to be one of those families that go and have this mega holiday and take the kids away, and it'll make them be good their whole childhood. Like everything went into this Europe fund, right? So every every little job they were all participating and then anyway when 10 years later we did have another child on in tow we all went off the, like the von Trapps were off you know on this amazing and we went for seven weeks and we did home exchanges and we did it on a budget like and it still is one of the most amazing things that I ever did in their childhood because we pulled this ridiculously crazy thing together and it was funny and things went wrong and things went better than expected and life happened right but we looked forward to something we realized it wasn't we weren't like the family next door who went to Fiji every way every year right so it's easy to go oh I've got all these kids everywhere and now I can't do what other people are doing and you notice it but then when you go, okay, well, that's not my situation. What is a crazy, you know, for me, wacky idea and let's just do it and make it happen. And, you know, and we did and it was great, you know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, bit like my career. That's what life's <laughs> all about, right? Like, you know, it's about experiences. It's about memories. I just think that's just such a beautiful way just to just to round up the the conversation so Annie I have loved speaking to you today and I would encourage everybody to go and read your book because I'm sure that you've got so many beautiful life lessons and you know just mm. just from your experience and what you've been through and what you've created I think it's absolutely incredible so if people do want to reach out to you find out more about you get coaching from you where should they go to find you they should go to anniegibbons.com so Gibbons has got an INS. Um, so AnnieGibbons.com and there you'll find about me. You'll be able to get a link to my magic transformation. You'll also get a link to my biography. Uh, and yeah, uh, I look forward to it. I've also got some freebies on my website too. So it's some stuff on mindset and affirmations and self-care. So come and, come and get yourself some free gifts and uh, yeah, make contact. I'd love to chat to you. Perfect. We'll put all the links on the podcast as well. So Annie, thank you so much for your time. Good luck with the book. I am excited to read it and yeah I look forward to speaking to you again soon thanks so much see you soon 
Thank you so much for listening to the Mind to Lead podcast. I really hope you got some great takeaways and key learnings from this episode. To help us spread the message, please give us a rating and leave us a review. We love reading your thoughts and your insights and your learnings. And look, reach out to me. Reach out to me on LinkedIn. I'm Georgie Hubbard. Reach out to me on Instagram. I'm Georgie L. Hubbard. Let's connect. I hope you have an incredible day and I look forward to speaking to you all again soon. Thank you.